0: I've got to wait for the sound to go down and then boom. (laughs) Welcome to my show. My name's Adam. Um, Man, fuck intros. I like doing them. (laughs) Um, uh, This is a show where we talk about things. Um, The official name of of this show is called Don't Give a Damn Talks, which is ironic because I talk talk about things that I give a lot of dams about. Um, But today we're going to be talking about Mostly techie stuff, maybe some comedy stuff, maybe some other stuff, I don't know. Uh, But focusing a lot on technology, smart home tech, which I I love so much. Um, Wearable tech, that doesn't really give me a semi at all. Um, (laughs) Augmented reality, fuck, that that gives me, that gets me going. Uh, But especially digital assistance and voice technology, um, in all seriousness, with the... With the, with the rise of AI, I feel like uh, we're getting closer and closer to the age where I can have a uh, AI butler. Joining with me today to talk about tech, uh, one of my good mates, Dim Fadim. What's up, internet? What's up, internet? And then uh, we also got my little brother on the side. His name is, uh, I don't know, he works in politics, so can't, I can't drop his name.
1: Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys.
0: It works in politics. It's really important. Um, so I can't. I can't drop his name.
1: Hey guys, you better gonna drop the name.
0: So, so, um, I'm really excited. This is um, it, it's a bit unfortunate, but I'm also excited because this is my first proper run of doing a podcast. But I've said this a lot of times in my previous in my previous recordings. But uh, the other day, my my computer. You know the the computer I had running when you boys were over mm, a couple mm. Fridays ago. All that content is lost, man. Lost. The computer's dead. Abyss. It's gone. Wow. No, it's gone. It's
1: not lost. It's on uh, the yeah. A hard
0: drive. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, Mister Politician Tech Guy. Um. Uh. No, we can retrieve it, but um. I don't know. I don't. I don't.
1: You reckon I can retrieve it? A hundred percent. You can retrieve it. You just need to find an adapter.
0: Spoken like a true politician, so diplomatic. Um, are you sure?
1: A hundred percent. You can
0: guarantee it? it? You can guarantee it. Okay, cool. Because I had a lot of good episodes there, mm-hmm. apart from like this session we had with the boys. Um, <laughs> just a lot of stuff. Like I had sessions with. Do you know my mate Saeed? He's like Indo Arab. Sure, yes. yeah, you know. Yeah, you've got yeah, a network of Indo Arabs. Yeah. Like you have your own Facebook, whatever. <laughs> You network. We have our own. I'm not invited. Oh, really? So you're <laughs> too white. You're too white for an Indo Arab. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, just on that, I found I'm I'm also really white too. My wife, <laughs> my wife constantly tells me she's like, you grew up in Bank Sound. like, well, like, why don't you speak like this? Like her cousin is a good kid. I won't drop his name. I uh, will. It's Faris. Riz. He's he's calling himself Riz now. <laughs> yeah, it, it was funny, but like, it's yeah, it's grown on me, Riz. Um, he speaks like that. And and everyone around us mostly speaks. You used to speak like that during high school. But then you started working. You're a politician now, so you can't sound like that. <laughs> <That's> so. <laughs> <laughs> There's remnants
1: are, that come out every now and then. Yeah? yeah.
0: Is, does something trigger it?
1: Yeah, when, when you see someone from the area as well. Bray, lakru.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, Assalamu alaikum.
1: Goes back. Yeah. You, you feel more comfortable, you know.
0: So, so I'd say out of our group, you and I are probably
2: the whitest. By mannerisms, yes. What do you mean by mannerisms? Well, we've got Zach. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah.
0: Biologically, he's the whitest yeah. out of all of us. Yeah. But, but yeah, mannerism-wise, yeah, I'd say the two of us are the whitest. I would what, agree. But when I go into the workplace, suddenly I'm the cool brown ethnic guy. Do mm. you find that is the same with yourself as well? Yeah. Like I've been told <laughs> yeah. to my face that I'm cool. And I wonder why though. Is it because I'm brown and every, and all of you guys are white? It's uh, strange. I don't, I'm going to be honest,
2: man. I haven't. I've known you for how long? It's been a while. Five, six. No.
0: Ah, uh, it's been longer than that, man. Hang on. I've been married
2: for three you years. You knew me
0: before I had seven years. Seven
2: years, yeah. Seven years. Yeah. Compared to i b who's known you for about what thirty-eight years. <laughs> I. <laughs> would, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Twenty-five.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that uh, Adam is cool? No. He's my he's little it. brother. There's no the way little, he's gonna yeah,
0: agree. Me yeah,
1: that's what I thought. Yeah. Did I tell
0: you you can vape by the way? Yeah. This isn't a kid friendly show. Oh, okay, okay. It's not. I, I think you're pretty cool, man. Thank you. I yeah. think
2: you're pretty cool. You. I th- Star Wars? No, I'm joking.
0: <laughs> 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 no, the, uh, the the facade fades as soon as I start talking about Dungeons and Dragons. Have I told you how I got one of my one of my jobs in one of the biggest banks in Australia? Oh, I, I don't know if, if this is the reason I got the job. It probably was more the reason it didn't. <laughs> it would have not let. What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> Bringing up this story during my interview almost cost me not getting the job. So, so I got my. They're really good mates now, but I had my uh, Tristan and Jade. These Jade is like big dog national manager in, uh, in, in, this, in this banking company. And then Tristan, who I've worked with before, was also really cool. He reminds me a lot of Zach. Like if Zach were corporate, he'd be this guy, Tristan Ross. Anyways, um, I killed the interview, I'm pretty sure. And then he gets to the point where they're like, oh, um, what do you like doing for fun? Oh, no, no. What is your proudest moment? And in that, and in that time, my ADHD gave me a billion different options. And then I was like, no, no we got to filter this out. Give me the best one. <laughs> and he gave me top three my daughter being born, uh, going back to my roots, because before that, I went back to Indonesia mm. as an adult, and it was really cool. The third was completing a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Oh, <laughs> guess what I chose? Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: I talked about completing a Dungeons and Dragons campaign where in the final fight, to set the mood, I play the Avengers theme song and everyone had a ball. And I told this story how I normally tell stories with Gravitas, all this shit. And they look in their faces, man. They were like, who the fuck is, how did we hire him to begin? Because I was already in the company. This was a, uh, I was applying for a role within the team, like a, <laughs> like pretty much a promotion up. And they, have, they look in their faces like I could tell they were trying to be professional, but they really wanted to go, what the fuck? And I actually had a debrief with them both later on. And Tristan um, was like, "Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're on, man. <laughs> that was the weirdest <laughs> shit I've heard anyone say in an interview, any um,
2: anywhere. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a, I'm b- a big b- geek. Before we before we uh switch gears, I will I will say, you do create a pretty good Dungeons the Dragons campaign. I'll I'll admit that. I've never played. We played it during COVID.
0: It's the heart of COVID,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So dumb, played, yeah. yeah, dumb uh, organized the session. It's my first time ever." Fun. I can understand why it's pretty fun.
0: Yeah, it's 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 uh, no, I can't say that. I was going to say it's past the age where like you'd imagine a geek playing this game, but that's yeah. that's 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 a bit of a lie because I, during my pat leave, I went to watch the Dungeons and Dragons movie. So I told I told when I was like, um, after I drop off the kid at school, I'm going to go straight away, to and <laughs> Hoyts and I'm going to watch this oh. movie, and I'll be back in like a couple hours. And she's like, Yeah, it's cool. So I go there. And I met my people, my Dungeons and Dragons people.
1: <laughs> and who were they? Hey, it was three guys.
0: <laughs> three guys. All of them had like greasy hair, ugliest beards, <laughs> oh, and yeah. a big belly that was um, confined by huge, like almost Metallica. You know, those big picture shirts? Mm, mm, mm. And I'm like...
1: It's the exact image I had in my head. Yeah. He said, three guys and Dungeons and, and Dragons.
0: And Yeah, it's and, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to hate. These are my people. We enjoy playing the same game. These are my people. Uh, so I was proud. I was like, you know, this is cool. We're going to sit, the, sit and watch the movie. Fuck <laughs> man, I had the worst time. Throughout the whole movie, this one guy kept going, that's that's not part of the Dungeons oh. & Dragons guidebook. On page 178, <laughs> it says blah, blah. I'm like, shut the fuck up, man. Hollywood, bro. Just enjoy the fucking movie. <laughs> shit. And at that point, I was questioning my my hobbies and um decisions. But uh, it's been a while since I played Dungeons and Dragons. Actually, man, been I've uh, been I've been busy, been busy making kids, growing kids, that, that kind of thing. Growing kids, growing. <laughs> <laughs> raising kids. Um, shit, man. That's like two out of two. Just all right. We'll stop there. Enough. It's a kids show. It's not really, but no one needs to know that. Um technology.
2: It's a good podcast. It's great.
0: It's great. It's just a great way for my ADHD
2: to just be recorded and revisited at some point in the future. We'll look back at this in like 20 years time, man. When what you're like 58 and then fuck you. you.
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: but it'll, I think it'll be fun. Like looking back on this and be like, yeah, this is cool. So props to you, man, for, for putting together something like this because yeah. It's
0: fun. It's fun. At the end of the day, if this pops off, awesome. But at the end of the day, it's just fun. It's mm. fun shit.
2: Just got to get a few sponsors on board.
0: Hey, um, segueing into what we we're really <laughs> here to talk about in 50 years' time, how do you think your life will change with technology? Like, picture yourself in the future. Mm. You're at home, you're in the living room. What's around you? How are you watching TV?
2: I was a bit skeptical of the whole VR situation, but I think it's a thing.
0: Yeah. I man. really think it's a thing. Like uh, what are they calling it? The Apple AR head. Well, it doesn't have an official name, I don't think. Is it? Oh, for- I'm not sure. Oh, I could be wrong. I only watched that two minute video. Yeah. Um uh, looks fucking amazing. It's insane. It looks ridiculous when it's on your face, but yeah. that aside, the technology is amazing.
2: Because yeah. I'm I i do not know about you, I don't know about you guys, but like for me, I'm not that into VR.
1: I don't I I get that. I get that. I'm not either. I'm not either. Yeah. I I think the the with tech for it to be like widely adopted, like a phone for example. There's no weirdness aspect to it. Like a headset on your face. Like how are you gonna how are you gonna adopt that? How is it gonna adopt like the mass population? Gonna be like, Yeah, this is a thing. You know? Like you can sell billion iPhones easy. Like Apple will always sell like they will always sell the iPhone, no matter what. But how are you gonna sell that? Yes.
2: Until it becomes accepted. Well, yeah. well think
1: about think about let's
2: talk
0: about the iPhone to start with. Mm. That in itself, the first iPhone, revolutionized the whole fucking world. Because mm. before before the iPhone, if you wanted a phone with similar specs, you had to go BlackBerry. Mm-hmm. If you wanted access to your emails, the internet to a limited capacity Um, you needed a BlackBerry. Mm. The iPhone changed that because not only was it significantly cheaper than a BlackBerry, no fucking buttons. It was the first really usable touchscreen. I I remember my, do you remember uh, Mr. Abra? Mr. Abra, yeah. This guy was our um, computer teacher. Um, And um, of course, as soon as the iPhone came out, he got it. It was fucking amazing, bro. It had gyroscopic technology already. Like he he let us play with the phone and there was a racing game and you could literally control already. Yeah, at the time. Which yeah. and, and which at the time was like, Am I in the fucking
2: future? Yeah. You know what mm. I mean?
0: Like it's amazing. And so yeah, this this AI headset looks like a fucking joke but and the applications you can't really see its applications just yet it's just like oh this is a really cool gadget but I think we're starting to
2: see the beginning of a new frontier. Yep. Yeah I would say so and like it's weird you know you look at the videos it's kind of weird and so, especially some of the stuff like for example being able to I don't know like use it to record stuff um, I'm not sure what's that so bad we're on a tech podcast um, (laughs) and i don't know the name of the (laughs) the most important tech youtuber that mark mark
1: mkbhd
2: yes yeah him um there was like a scene where like there's a a dad with the headset on and he's recording his kids blowing out a birthday candle yes and it's like there's a weird like you're removed from that moment as a human but at the same time you're also saving that moment the headset so you can access it in the future time but
1: yeah in a
2: weird way it also doesn't allow you to be present yep. but my original point was um it's weird now until it doesn't become weird the same thing was yeah with airpods like yep. when they first came out everyone was like what the hell are those and now right. everyone has them except right. me yeah. um but 50 years from now what is what what is our relationship with tech going to look like I've got absolutely no idea, but I think there will be an element, and this is just like no logic behind this at all. I, I think that we will be able to control things with our thoughts, and I think that is kind of exciting.
0: Oh, shit. I didn't even think of it like that. Yeah. So when you say control things with with your thoughts, you kind of mean more like... I can open my window shades, turn on my vacuum cleaner type thing. Because we can do that with our voices. It's true. I didn't
2: think of that. Um, Fucking hell. I think that would be pretty cool. But I'd also want to see like just in terms of not just for your home living and your luxury, but like health, medical, like, you know, people that have never been able to see before. How cool would that be? Giving Mm -hmm. a vision in one way or another.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah sure
2: um deep in thought now yeah what about
0: you 50 years time i'm i'm excited about um the future of personal assistance to be honest Mm. like right now i fucking and i know i know you wish you could have one too but i fucking love alexa man i'm talking (laughs) about the uh the little home box ai um controls almost everything in my home lights Mm. um I kind of want wanted to connect it to my security as well, but I don't see the point because I can just look at that on my phone. Yeah. Um, but imagine having an AI backing. Like you'd have your own personal butler. It'd be fucking amazing, man. Like, hey, Alexa, book me a reservation at blah, blah, blah. Mm. You know, that kind of mundane shit. I, mm. I I see a 50-year-old me being able to do that sort of thing. Um, and it change the way we operate too. Like imagine... Imagine in a future where the AI assistants were so advanced that they could do things like check in on your kids while they're at school. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, could you check in with blah, blah, blah. Um, now, the other side to that is what will the relationships be between people when these technologies get to a point where you almost could have a conversation with someone without them even being there. Mm. Like take the AI headset as an example. Like it's, it's really cool. Like um, you can be in a video call and it'll kind of learn your face and your face would be there, but it's not really your face. Yep. Um, and you, you add 10, 20 years on top of that. And we might get to a point where we could literally might have holograms as stand-ins of ourselves in a meeting room or, or, or somewhere. Mm. Um, it's taking, you know, bringing people together on another level and it makes you think what, what relationships would we have with each other? Like the physical side of relationships, I'd feel like. It'll be that, weird. It, it will be weird. It'll yeah. decrease significantly. But by that time it'll be such a normal thing. Mm. Like today as an example, if you wanted to contact someone, what is the first thing that you will do? Wanted to just hit someone up, what would you do? what's WhatsApp? Yeah, you text yeah, them. Call them. You text them. Yeah. And it boggles my mind that someone can't respond to a text within five minutes. Because it's fucking it's unless it's during workouts, it's right there, but you can text someone and mm. it's there. Whereas, you know, rewind back ten years, if you wanted to contact someone, you'd actually have to give them a ring and call mm. them. Um Yo, what's going on? My daughter, guys, she just popped in to say hello. Hey, on your way out, can you close the door?
2: Thank you. (laughs) I lost my train of thought. That's the future right there. Kids? No, no, in particular.
0: Oh, closing doors? (laughs) 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 yeah, You don't need technology, bro. (laughs) Just have a whole bunch of fucking kids and they'll do everything for you.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You know what? That's what's interesting as well. Like I was thinking about we grew up in a really interesting time you know like we got to see you know uh really crappy computers dial up internet i guess when we were like really young we didn't really have computers right obviously like dumb like computers weren't really made when you were growing up so
0: <laughs> why, why bro i'm only a year older. than uh, so uh, you gotta do this to me, <laughs> fuck me. i'm playing fuck me. um
2: but we we grew up in a very interesting time so i think like we kind of got to see the evolution of true, like kind of pre. We, we we lived the Stone Age and yeah. we went into the future.
0: Kids these days, yeah. My daughter, just watching my observing my daughter interact with technology. It's a lot different than, it's 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 weird. I don't know if it's normal, yeah, or if it's if it's weird. So he, he's a great example. My daughter, I've got a tablet. I've never touched it never used it I just got it just free from Vodafone they're like hey thanks so much for being with us oh no it's a lie I told them I was gonna leave trying to get a discount on my bill and then they did and they gave me a free tablet it's been in my possession for a number of years and then she turns four and I wanted to interact with technology because I wanted to be interested in the coding side of technology like the software behind how things work I got a code sparked it's a great game. She learns sequences and stuff like that. She's, I think it's it's, what's, it's a big part of why she's so good at maths. Mm. Anyways, besides the point, she uses her tablet the way I use my phone. And there's, there's, what, 25 years, 24 years difference between us. When I was a kid at her age, fuck, I'd be lucky to be able to fucking make a phone call to my mate. Yeah, um, it's just crazy. So I don't know, and 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 look, the other side to it is I don't know if I dislike her playing with technology because I just don't want her looking at a screen like how our, our mum did when we were playing games all day. Mm. I don't know if that's why I don't like it, um, and if that's just the norm for children today. Just being able to get hands on with technology at such an early age
1: what i can see the difference is then we we got such an unfiltered and raw experience of of the internet of things of like the world wide web and information we just got like an unfiltered here it is do whatever you want with it Mm. and kids nowadays they get this really um sort of filtered content obviously it's things that they can access um you know it's it's inbuilt into these systems now. Yeah, yeah, it's we true. You have tablets like ta- a tablet is such a yeah like human design like you just swipe. We didn't have that. You had cable and mouse. Google it if you don't know how to download something. We had, good luck. We
2: yeah. had the ball. You know the mouse of the ball.
1: Yes. Yeah. I yeah. fucking love that. I'm I'm yeah. sad they got rid of it.
0: Hmm. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> I do remember when the laser mouse came out. Fuck. Look, I sound like a fucking old cunt. <laughs> I do remember when the yeah, the, the bad laser bad mouse bad. came out. Um, <laughs> fuck, fuck off, dickhead. No um, comment. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, um, that it's was like confident. fucking, whoa, I can move the cursor across the screen yeah. with the flick of my wrist. I felt like a god. Um, I oh, now I forgot what I was going to say. This is a problem with ADHD, man. Like you fucking remember shit and you yeah. forget shit. Yeah, kids. Oh, back on kids. School. So so what's cool about school now is, um, I, I'd be flipping your thing, headset because it's like, bleeding. Just flip it down when you want to talk. Sorry. Um, there is an app that teachers use today for everything, reports, homework, mm. everything. The one we use particularly in particular is called Class Dojo. It's a really cool app. The, the teachers like take photos whenever the kids are out on excursions or doing something cool at school. We keep track of the grades. I can interact with um, my, my daughter's teacher through that app as well, um, it's cool. And, and I didn't think that they would be able to, you know, if I hadn't had a daughter and taken her to school, wouldn't have known that that's the progress of technology in, mm-hmm. the, in, the, in the education sector. Um, what's really cool is I was, I was reading, a, I was reading a, paper, a paper, I was reading an article um, earlier in the week, and it said one of the potential roles that could be at risk uh, are teachers. Interestingly enough, um, I read an article. I can't remember who was commenting on it, um, but it said something like, Chat GPT has gotten to the point where it can actually teach children. Mm. Um, it will make some mistakes, um, but it's easily fixed. And in my mind, I'm like, how would you get an AI to teach kids? And then I think a potential future could be AR headsets. You stick them on, you see a virtual teacher in the classroom teaching you shit, and you'd interact with this virtual teacher through your augmented reality headset. Right, Think about, I'll put myself, because the big driver of all these decisions is fucking, it's money at the end yeah. of the day. If you can get rid of overheads with a, with, a, with a product or a process that costs almost nothing and is near perfect, why wouldn't
2: you fucking do it? I think that's all entirely possible. I think what's missing is, and I'm, I'm like the biggest, like, I love AI. I love ChatGPT and like how it's enhanced, at least my life. Um, <clears throat> but there is also that human element of going to school or that human element of having a teacher, having a mentor that is also human, that not just teaches you, you know, Colors and numbers and stuff, but also teaches you life lessons. Yeah, true. Um,
0: Real world
1: experience.
2: Like yeah, yeah, yeah. My fondest memories, you know, pertaining to teachers is them being a role model or them being like, you know, hey, like you've, you've got potential or more than what you're doing right now. Like you can hit that, as opposed to like some of the lessons or some of the things that I've learned. Um, I don't, I don't know if that can be replaced
0: can't the, the human relationship can't that element you're right but it worries me a little bit as well just seeing the state of the world we're in now um, i'm a big believer in going into work and not because i love work it's that human element it's that interaction when i'm going to work today man like I, I used to do it in order to build my brand to make to make sure i'm known uh, in the office but now it's just become part of my personality. I, I walk into to the office, I say good morning to everyone. I say good morning to people I don't even know. Um, I check in with people. Um, you know, I ask people if they need a water refill as I'm on the way to the kitchen. Yeah, That's the type of thing that I, that it's 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 what drives me to go into the office, interacting with people. But also because I'm super extroverted and I, I need that energy uh, yep. to keep me going. Um, but we're in a day and age where, you know since the covid pandemic we've discovered people can function at home and it's not entirely necessary to go into the office even better
2: sometimes people are, it, are, yeah,
0: yeah yeah but that human element is missing like that camaraderie mm. teamwork that sort of thing it's 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 kind of gone
2: yeah i would agree with you
0: and so where to from here like everyone knows that we you know you don't really need to fucking be in the office what's the future of that
2: You don't. Uh, We recently had to start going in twice a week. Personally, I don't mind it. I enjoy being, I'm like you, man. I enjoy being around people. Um, And also, I don't know, like, I find that I'm working from home way too much. It's just, you need something different. You need, even if it's like a day or whatever it is, like, go outside, go speak to some people. Um, But at the same time, I also understand that some people aren't necessarily like that. And prefer to work from home or, you know, they've got certain things like they commitments, kids, dogs, whatever it is. Um, but as much as I enjoy being around people and as much as I love going into, you know, the office and, and, and the social aspect of it, I'm way less productive in there because of that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. now, I agree. There was, there was one day, um, uh, it was a couple of Fridays ago. Um, I don't know why but people, people come over to my desk and just have a yarn and, and, and I enjoy it 90% of the time. There's this one moment where my boss was just, he just happened to be sitting on the other side and this bloke, bless his soul, I love him, his name's Rob, comes over. This guy's, um, this guy's not young. I don't know how old he is but he's got, he's got a son that's almost my age mm. so he must be pretty up there in terms of age. This guy's pretty cool. bro. The, the guy plays Destiny. And he's, yeah, he plays Destiny, bro. And he's telling me, that like, his whole life he's been playing games. And this guy's, like, really wide when it comes to tech. Anyways, he, he has a yarn with me for about 30 minutes and my boss is right there. And I've not, I've not done any work since you've stepped by my desk. Um, yeah. and, and, and I find that, I find that I've find got to, I'm in the office, but I've almost got to tune everything out in order to do work. I've got my headset in, I've got Kill Tony on or some shit in the background. And that's how I work.
2: Mm. you got to have your thing, like, in the office. Like, how do you how do you kind of communicate to people that's like, hey, don't don't bother me right now? Just have a sign. <laughs> do just not disturb. Just, <laughs> just hang, just hang on your computer. Don't fucking <laughs> touch me. Yeah. I um, think the headphones is a big... Especially, like, you have, like, overhead headphones. Like, those ones over there, if you whack those on. That's, yeah. Like no, people no know not to disturb any. you. Yeah, yeah. AirPods. Mm,
0: mm. Yeah. Yeah. AI, man. Like, I... There's a number of jobs that I think can go today. I think yeah. um, in the legal world, we talked about this a while back. Paralegals mm. uh, done, man. What do you need? What do you need them for? Or, or maybe legal assistance. Take it
1: notch down.
2: Yes. I'm. Yeah, maybe in like you know, however many years time when most people catch up and you know. Don't necessarily need someone to run your errands or like print a hundred copies of something for you because you know the kids that are doing that now that are going to be lawyers in fifty years time or four years time will know how to do that. But you know what it's like, you know, dealing with some some old folk and their inability to use technology. <laughs>
1: yeah, there'll never be an, an end. It's not even old people. You'd be surprised, people even younger Actually, but you're right Even around our age we're just incompetent with, with technology yeah like, like support like actual human support i don't think we ever not having need, um because not only everyone can accept the help of like ai help for example not everyone can
2: it's interesting like mm. at work we've been rolling out uh, basically, a product built with ChatGPT to help answer customer questions. Which at first people will be like, "Oh wow, like that's pretty scary." Like that's literally my job. You know, I, I do customer support. Um, and it gets helped a lot. For me, it's it's given me the time to focus on, you know, all the simple, easy stuff. Like that's all sorted, so I can actually focus on the more difficult stuff, the more meaningful stuff. Um, so. It's weird, man. Like, at first, I thought I was like, oh, like, you know, my type of job isn't really going to be around in the future, but I haven't seen it yet. If anything, it's helped me a lot. Um, but I'm sure there are a lot of other jobs out there which may be at risk. I'm not exactly sure what those gigs are, to be honest.
1: Can't pinpoint it either.
2: But it's, it's like you see that, it, you see that, you know, in history. Like, for example, there used to be a person at a toll collection booth yeah. collecting toll, and, yeah, yeah. you know, that's not a thing anymore. Yep. It's it. I guess it's a normal part of living, right? Eventually, like you know, some jobs aren't going to be necessary in the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Contact center
0: roles, man. First one to go. As soon as they get to a point where AI can have proper conversations with people, mm. they're the first ones to go. Mm. There's there's a lot of like entry level roles that I think will be will be impacted by um, AI. Like it's not so much the case these days, but I remember wanting to get into banking and finance to be a financial advisor. As I was studying, the first thing I I thought of was, well, fuck, I need experience. Mm. So How am I going to get it? I decided to pop into like a contact center role within a bank. It was like a great way to get your foot in the door. But I feel like we're going to see a huge shift in not needing these entry roles anymore. So what is the future? Like, Take take my daughter as an example. Finished high school, 17, 18, however old she is. And she's looking to, you know, get her foot, start building her career. What is her first step if we live in a world where AI has pretty much taken over a majority of those entry-level roles? There's going to be a huge fight for, gra- like, the graduate program is going to be even more competitive than it is today. You guys know what a graduate program is, right? Course, yeah. yeah? Yes. Um, it's going to be even more competitive mm. today um, than it is today. Um, you're going to need experience that, like, it's already hard to get experience to to, to get into a role that you that you want to get into today. Imagine a future where there's nowhere to get experience. What do you have to do? Is there going to be like you know, like a huge uptake in like placements and internships whilst you're at school? Like, what is what is the way? that you're going to get experience to get the, the job that you want. Mm. It's going to be a weird world, man.
2: Everyone just starts working construction. Like,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah I so. <laughs> uh,
0: honestly, I don't think contr- like you work in the health sector, probably safe. Yeah. You work in construction, you're probably safe. Unless 3d printing gets so good that you don't need fucking bricklayers no more. Mm. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's it's, a, it's an interesting future, and um, just technology in general. I think it's gonna there's gonna be huge shift in the way that we just operate our day to day lives. Man,
2: have you heard of uh, the? I'm gonna butcher this, um, but the idea of uh, called like AI cannibalism. Um, no. So like, you know, most of us I'm sure would use uh, ChatGPT for for work or something along. Those lines and
0: no, no I don't. No, <laughs> never used it. What's, what's Jet hey. GPT? <laughs> <sat. laughs> uh, there's, there's a strong chance my boss is going to watch this. Uh, oh, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've
2: never used Jet GPT, Duncan. I promise.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the idea of it is, um, like I think we, we at the moment, like you know, whether you're using was it 3.5, that's out free at the moment. I don't know if it's four, maybe it's four um but obviously the the data sets is everything prior to 2020 or 2019
0: 2020 I think 2020 yeah yep.
2: um so obviously that's everything that we're getting all the information that we're getting is is based off the data sets for that but the idea that you know ai is going to continue to improve and learn and the more people rely on things like chat in the future it's going to constantly spit out um, you know, people are gonna be putting out content less from them, but more so from, you know, things like Chat GPT. So it's just gonna keep on learning off of its own information. And then eventually it's gonna get to a point where it won't necessarily progress so much. It's just gonna
0: Right. Right. Yeah. It's gonna get a whole bunch of shit information from dumb guns like me. <laughs> yeah. Um have you um there was a there was a podcast I linked and I think it was called um CEO talks or some shit like that. It was the one where um uh, the guest was a ex Google maybe chief tech officer or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember, but the conversation was riveting. I just can't remember names. Um ADHD problems. Um it takes a lot to create AI. Um, just machine learning in general. Like the guy, the way the guy explained it is um, there was one exercise they were doing where they wanted to teach this technology to learn how to pick up a bouncing ball. Mathematically, in order for a human being to pick up a bouncing ball, it's actually a really complex exercise. You've got to understand, first of all, the acceleration and velocity of the ball as it bounces, your eyes seem to track that. And then it needs to decide how is it going to approach the ball and then lastly pick it up and, and, and in order for that exercise to be successful. They are trying to get this machine to learn to do that. And it took them, and, and I'm paraphrasing here, millions, millions of attempts at trying to pick up the ball. And then one night, or one day, they came back in the morning and all the machines that had performing this exercise had learned how to pick up the ball after millions and millions of attempts. And it's kind of crazy on t- two perspectives. One, we take for granted how easily we're able to do things like crossing a road, future planning. Those are things that in today's AI, they they, they can't do. They can't really plan for the future. Cross roads, identify risks, blah, blah, blah. You can argue the Tesla car can do it, but whatever. Um, But there's also, and and this is my mate Sal was actually telling me last night, it's like, it's almost like magic. You come back the next day and suddenly these things learn how to pick up a ball. But then also they learn how to pick up a ball with so much more accuracy and efficiency than a human being can. It's
2: cool, but it's
0: scary at the same time.
2: Yeah. It's pretty terrifying. Yeah. I don't, like robotics and stuff, man. That's, that's a. yeah, like you see all the videos on Instagram.
0: Uh, I know the ones you're talking about. Um, it's just
2: mind-blowing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's always the military just like funding mm. these projects and they're like, oh, we want this robot to carry all our guns? to fuck over the fucking Middle East. Um, yeah. But the robots in general, they're amazing. Do you reckon we'd have androids in the future?
2: What is an android?
1: Like Detroit Become Human? have you seen that game i have like that type of android kind of yeah yeah
0: maybe not as complex In it's in like it's human nature i'm talking just like you got a robot android it's at home it does shoot for you
2: okay so like yeah like pure like not a human just a a robot that can speak that can sing now i'm sure
1: yeah it- i thought it's been attempted like so many times but just
0: but like similar to how Steve jobs managed to get a fucking supercomputer in everyone's hand. Mm. I know this is an Android phone, but it just wouldn't (laughs) exist without Steve jobs. Um, What if we get to a point in the future where we're able to have advanced technologies at the home, like an Android.
2: I don't, I would even argue to a point that we're almost at that point. Like it's just, it's not maybe what we initially is envisioned it at, but like this thing is glued to us 24 seven. Yeah. True. We can access so much information at, you know, our fingertips like that to me already alone is scary is there a point where we're going to physically morph aside from like holding onto a phone well
0: well, that's that's the um the idea of uh shit man a podcast about technology and i can't remember the name um is it the singularity i think it is someone correct me if i'm wrong um but some people Mm. atheists believe that human evolution will lead to a single point in which we merge with technology. If you think about, if you think about space exploration, for example, there's, there's a few very realistic ways you can do it. Um, One of the more popular opinions is we need to create a self replicating robot in order to gather resources and build habitats for humans to eventually live in. That's one way. unless we discover a way to like fucking pull to somewhere else. Uh, But then the other way is what if we just lose all all our, all our, you know, little, little unnecessary biological functions, like needing to eat shit, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And and we supplement that with technology. I think that's the idea of the singularity where we merge with technology and be able to explore space. Um, There's a very, religion aside, there's a very realistic future for that cybernetics, and I kind of want it to happen. I want a robot arm.
1: Oh, just ain't I just too much cyberpunk.
2: What's wrong? You got you got a good arm. It's it's fine as it is right now. It's a little you know. Yeah it's a yeah little yeah no no no. I mean like <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful.
0: I've got two functioning arms. There's a lot of people without <laughs> arms or with just arm. Um, um. Wouldn't it be fucking cool to have a robot arm, though?
2: Yeah, who's that? Uh, uh, a, a Street Fighter character? I don't know. There man. was one, or there, I don't know, there was one guy, and he's like he had a bionic arm, and yeah, like that'd be pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie, that would be awesome. Like, also, you know, like w- w- what comes with it—whether it's like super strength, or if you had like legs that you can just jump over. Like, just yeah. just wild. Real talk, though. I really
0: hope we get to a point where people who are, you know. Who are amputees yes. have the ability to have a replacement arm that functions better than a regular arm. Yep. Um, I'd love for a future for that to happen. And and I hope that we get to a point where we we do get there quite soon. Um, there's a lot of people doing like on my Instagram, there's a lot of people doing some cool things with their disabilities. Like, you know, I've seen so many disabled jacked guys, it makes me think fuck, man, why don't I have
2: six-pack abs? That's inspirational, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. Like you see that stuff and it's pretty incredible. Um, I know. Like, but a future where tech could, you know, give them an opportunity, which, you know, they they may not have had, you know, being disabled or, or whatever it is that, you know, your, your situation is is pretty incredible. I think... Like I, I touched on before, like you know, being able to give someone who's blind the ability to see again. Yeah, yeah, that's wild.
0: Um, my, my wife's cousin, he's uh, he's colorblind, like like worse than I am. Like I just struggle to. Comprehend. Are you colorblind? Um, yes, I I can't differentiate between greens. Wow, it is very very difficult for me to compare colour greens. Like I know grass is green, that shit. Yeah. I know I know when something is green, but between shades of green, fuck my life, man. Like I I <laughs> whenever I make PowerPoint packs and I've got a I've got to do what's called a rag status. That's like red amber green. Yep. My greens are always never the same. <laughs> They're never the same. One of my colleagues has this shits with me because like it's just always different. And and the, the, the funniness of saying, Hey, I'm colorblind. He's starting to wear off and he's starting to get pretty fucking annoyed. <laughs> um, but, uh, man, just him being able to see color. Like he, he bought those colorblind mm. glasses. Well, his mates did. Did you, were you there when, when he got it? No. Well, he got those glasses that can help him see color. And he didn't have, like, I've seen YouTube videos where people break down and shit rightly. So yep. being able to see color, what a fantastic world. Mm. Um, this guy didn't have that kind of reaction, but he was like, shit. What I thought was brown is actually purple. Mm. Like he yeah, had like a revelation. Just yeah, just the thought of someone being able to see again or to hear again. Fuck like, man, what a life changer. Yeah, and
2: like uh, that's I don't even think that's something which we could ever kind of relate to or even you know what I mean? Yeah. Or if you think about something like on a very like, uh, for example. I've got breathing issues. I can't, I can't really breathe. My nostrils aren't, aren't, aren't good. It's ironic, right? I know, right? is a big one. He <laughs> got me back. Um, But I went and see a doctor and they gave me like this steroid um thing that you like spray up your nose. Yeah. To clear it up, uh, to like reduce the inflammation. And then morning I slept so good that night. And then the next morning I woke up and I was like, like if you felt, could smell color. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah like just those little things man when when something's kind of been taken away you know physically in in, in one sense and then you've kind of get, been given that opportunity in another way it's pretty incredible so yeah now multiply that on like a much larger scale of people that you know are unable to see and have the ability to see like i can't even imagine what that would be like
0: i think i don't think we're close but I, I, I see two decades later where that becomes a normal thing. Similar to how um I, I, one of my mates did this. I can't remember what the procedure is called, but he was properly fucking blind, bro. He had glasses so, like, thicker than this glass cup. Mm. They were thick, bro. And without them, he couldn't see shit. And he had this surgery done to his irises where they fucking just cut sh- like cut up your irises a little bit, just clean it up. And then you can see 4K Ultra HD. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and, I, and, I, and I see a future where where the completely blind are able to see again or to see. Um, man, I hope they, they get to a point where they can reverse spinal cord injuries or at least supplement yeah. the lack of, you know, being able to use certain limbs depending on your, the depth of your spinal cord injury because that, that would be a life changer. Like, I remember when my dad first got disabled and we spent a lot of time in the hospital and he was sharing a story about how in his ward there was someone who was early 20s.
1: Yeah, I remember that. He yeah. was,
0: uh, I think it was a dirt biking or something?
1: Yeah, it was, a, it was like a, yeah, dirt biker, like a BMX yeah. guy doing the trails. BMX, and and
0: BMX, not even like a, like a motorbike, just yeah. BMX. Um, man, it's, that's, that's something he did for leisure, you know what I mean? Like, he just did that for fun. And he fucked up his spine so bad, he was quadriplegic as a result. Boy can't move his limbs at all. And and I hope we get to. I hope technology gets to a point where you can improve people's livelihoods. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take, especially if you're quadriplegic. Um, but I can envision a future where if you're paraplegic, that there might be you know,
1: almost like a like an exoskeleton,
2: like an exoskeleton. Yeah. That'll that'll yeah yeah there's so much like negativity out there when it comes to like tech and AI um and I think that's a really good perspective perspective to have
0: well well, I hope the powers at b see it that way too yeah. and it's not just a fucking money making scheme because the the what do you call it? the realist in me just kind of thinks all right the, the people who are really making the decisions are the people with fat wallets mm. and and the first thing I see is cutting overheads let's fucking get rid of them. Like contact center, I really think contact center agents are at risk, man. Um, it's the first job to go. Any job that's language orientated, gone. Um, or at least reduced to the point where it's like you don't need a, a whole team to produce one article. You probably have one person doing the research with the help of AI and boom, is this article. I, I agree. We'll automate that process. Um, I also think um, financial advice is at risk also. And not like financial planners that create that personal relationship and go deep into your lives. I'm talking about people who seek financial advice to trade. There's already apps that people have access to, you know, um, exchanges that people can get access to that kind of have some smart, the technology has some brain mm. uh, in order to, to to guide you through selecting the right uh, stocks to choose from. but. Um, from an analytical standpoint, imagine being able to have an AI right there with you as you're training, letting you know what's moving, what, what stock is moving, what stock is, you know, about to tank, um, powerful tool. I think at most, even a role like myself where it's um, analysis is, is a real big thing. It's, it's yeah. a real big part of my role. Um, I don't think it's going to get rid of um, analysts altogether, but I think... Ninety percent of what I'm analyzing can be done almost instantly through the use of AI. Yeah. I mean, I'm already sorry, Duncan, but I'm already seeing this with uh, ChatGPT. Like, I got to a point where, and I've shared this story with you. Like, I've got a chat going with ChatGPT where it's fucking like just smarter than me at this point. If I want it to, if I if I want it to create process documents for me, I can. It's it's amazing. Um,
2: it's scary at the same time. Mm. I think. Yeah, I think eventually we may get to that point. There's also just that element of like, there is a the human element again, which people enjoy. Like when it comes to getting customer support or something like that, it's just nice to have someone there. Be like, hey, like I want to speak to a human. And what I'm starting to What do you, re- what to see what that
0: do you reckon that'd be like today? Is um, and fuck you, Vodafone as well. But um. <laughs> There's, yeah, Vodafone's got this AI, not even AI, I wouldn't yeah, call it AI, it's a robot. It's a fucking, yeah, yeah. It's a piece of shit, bro. <laughs> it's a f- a fuck you, Vodafone, I'm changing, I'm changing, I've already changed. Um, I hate it so much. I have to wait 20 minutes, like not even just me selecting and waiting on the queue to talk to someone, I, I there was literally a point where I went around in a big circle trying to find where I wanted to get to speaking of robots half the time yes. before I got to a person. What do you think a future would be like? Imagine no contact center agents. There might be one or two to handle complaints and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're trying to sign up to a new tel- to a new telco service. What's going to make you want to talk to a human at that point? Like the AI is is so intuitive. It feels like you're talking to a real person. What's going to make you want to go, hey, I want to... Fuck you, want to talk to an actual person?
2: Uh, I think there's an element of just like when you're struggling to troubleshoot something or something's not going quite right, you will, having another person or having something else on the other side that's able to empathize. And I don't think, like, that is something which AI won't be able to do. Like, it'll give you solutions and those solutions may or may not work. But, like when shit's really hit the fan and and you're just pissed off and you're like, all right, this isn't working, then that's when you need a person. Um, And it's not even just for complaints. It's just knowing that there's someone on the other side who may or may not also have, you know, the assistance of AI, but at least someone to kind of go through it. Mm. Um, And I think that's something which you can't really replace. All the simple, easy stuff, like, hey, what are we talking about, Telco? Uh, Well, I I just
0: threw that in as
2: an example, but feel free to throw something of your own into the mix. So like a really, I imagine like a really tedious task would be like, can you update my credit card number or something like that? Like all those really simple things that you would hate to wait on hold for, which I have had to, which is really annoying. Um, All those simple things are going to be done like that. You know what I mean? But all the really difficult stuff, which requires you to speak to someone, I think from that yeah like you know the support teams are gonna maybe be a lot smaller that's possible. I don't know if you can fully replace
0: till Skynet comes along and fucks everything up <laughs> um how do you use these technologies today at work
2: um we yeah, I guess I'm kinda of fortunate in the sense that like I work for a company that's open to it that you know is like. Pro AI, I guess you know what I mean. I, I think a lot of businesses will really struggle if they kind of fight it. If that makes sense. Like yeah. if if they're not willing to adapt. Um, for me, I use it for work. Aside from just like answering really simple customer questions, which I don't even use that. Like it it does that already, which allows me the time to spend, or it gives me the opportunity to spend a lot more time on customers that are having like a lot more difficult issues. Um, but on a more personal note, just really simple stuff like you guys will be able to hear like when you watch this back, I struggle to like put my thoughts into words sometimes. So I'll be sitting there, I'll be like writing like a solution for someone and I'll look at it and be like, this looks like absolute dog shit and I'll chuck it into Jack GPT. It'll make it concise, it'll rephrase it and then I'll take it back and then I'll just put my spin on it because obviously what's going to come out of there is, is not going to be nice or it's going to be concise but it's not going to sound like you. Um, yeah 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 so then I put my spin on it and then you've got a, a perfect answer for someone that doesn't have to decipher what I'm trying to say. Yep. Um I think it helps a lot whether it's like summarizing notes for meetings like I I I don't know about you guys I hate writing things down I'll type everything but then sometimes I type stuff and you know it, it will just again look like dog shit. Yeah so yeah. then yeah <laughs> get it to summarize those notes i don't i don't necessarily trust it to completely summarize everything from the get-go um like i'll obviously want to have some of it in my own words first but just touch it up
0: yeah 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 Now it's um ai is like a or chat gpt specifically is like um a dirty dirty little secret at work at the moment there is almost almost everyone uses chat gpt at work but no one would openly admit it it's like uh it's like um uh, bodybuilders today like they they won't admit they're on they're on steroids. Why why do you think that is? Um well for me anyway, personally my view is uh uh information leaking. Um yep. you're you're feeding potentially what could be proprietary information to an open source technology. Yeah. And uh the risk of that being leaked is pretty pretty high. Now yep. I, I don't I don't put anything Proprietary specific yep. into GPT, I use it more for like, hey, these are similar to you. These are some of my notes. I can simplify it for me, or turn it into a process map for me, or turn it into a comms. Yeah. Um. And I use it to to enhance what I do. Yeah. Um. It's gone to a point where if someone tells me, hey, I need to I need to create like comms for this thing that we're doing. Mm. Um. I can yeah yeah cool. Um. I'll I'll throw something together real quick. I'll chuck it into chat and I'll be like, hey, um, write it in the words of like George RR R. Martin, but make it really concise and not so much fluff and buff. And it'll spit out something really concise, really intelligent um, and hammers into the point that I want uh, to come across within those mm. comms. Um, I see it as a, as a, as a role enhancer yes. at the moment. Um, kind of like you, I think, I think there's there still will be a need for a human element, at least within the next decade. There will need to be a human element available alongside AI. Um, but I think once we get to our 60s, this world is going to be so different. Yeah. So different, man. Um, But, yeah, I think the reason why people hesitate wanting to admit they use chat GPT is because of uh, the risks. Um, I don't know. I don't know anyone who's using it to, you know, put company information in to do whatever they need to do. And I don't think ChatGPT smart enough to to get to that point yet. Like it won't it, it's not able to create a PowerPoint pack for you or, or or analyze like a subset of data for you or anything like that. Um the cool thing that I discovered that you can do a ChatGPT now is um get it to write you Excel rules. I'm pretty best. I'm pretty decent yeah. with Excel, but there but there are times when my ideas compared to my skill level don't match. So yeah. I need a bit of help. And so yeah, Chat is just amazing for, for guiding me and on how to how to use Excel and um um and yeah, coding too. Fuck my life, bro. It'll tell you step by step what you need to do. And if you feed it data, it'll tell you the exact code mm. and you can just copy paste, stick it into your whatever you're using to create your code.
2: Boom, you're done. It's amazing. Especially like yeah, with Excel. Like if you ever try to like try and look up for a formula online, it's the worst. Like you end up going to a website and it's like, oh, you need this extension, and, and, then,
0: and then you watch a video with like an EDM music in the background. Um, it's like <laughs> and you just like V look uh, equal sign V lookup bracket.
2: Give me one sec. I am going to let.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, easy. Well, I'd say. Ten minutes and we'd probably wrap up, man. All good. Yeah. Um. Whilst you're doing that, I'll just uh pitch in a little ad. Um. Uh, use my code. Um. Don't give a name. Sixty nine ten percent off at McDonald's. <laughs> I was waiting for something <laughs> like
2: that. <laughs> 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 All right, we're good. Um. Yeah. GPT.
0: It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, it's, I'm I'm let's let's wrap things up with what we're excited for in terms of technology. What what, what are we? I mean, I know, I know what it's like in your household at the moment. So hypothetically, what are you excited for? Smart home I, technology. Smart home technology. I don't. Or is is it even because it's big for me? I fucking love, man, smart home technology. Ever since I got that bloody robot vacuum, it's changed my life. I can't I can't look at a like I've got this vacuum cleaner, it's a Dyson. I've we've never touched it. Yeah.
2: It's uh like there are those things which are really cool, obviously. Like just using something like Google TV has been amazing. Yeah. I'm gonna sound like an old man, but what's Google TV? Um Oh you've got a smart TV, so you don't necessarily but it's basically just an OS for your um for your TV. You just plug it in and Imagine your Android phone on your TV, like you've got all uh, the apps and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, a lot of different companies like Samsung, etc., have their own version. Yeah. Um, I, I, just I prefer to kind of like just stick with stock Google when it comes to anything. I, I've got a Pixel. Um, all you need
0: is that bloody Google. Fucking... Yeah, just to just to tie it up all together, and um, you
2: have a nice little hub. I've sold my soul to Google. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, okay. it's, I'm, you're in too deep. Like, especially if you're living in this year, there's there's no going back. Um, but it's really cool because you can yeah you've got all your apps on there and i think it's more so just the ui um one thing i struggle with like you know using different tvs and it's and the ui kind of just feels clunky um whereas the the google tv ui feels really solid like you know when you move around like netflix has got great ui um yeah
0: yeah compared to other streaming services like disney plus disney plus sucks man who's Whoever's heading Disney like whoever's heading Disney Plus <laughs> needs to get fucking fired man. Like the amount of times I've tried to watch fucking Modern Family um and had to wait like mm. a billion a billion hours just just for it to get get me to the point where I can select the movie it's trash. Mm-hmm. What I love about Netflix too is um our train line to the city is notorious for having dead spots, yeah. But streaming Netflix no problem man. Yeah. No matter if it's a dead spot, it just, it just so good. Shout out Vodafone. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on let me Google that? Who's the fucking CEO of You what? know
1: you know what I actually did? I had I downloaded like a um like a network test app on my phone and on the during my commute I tested like where the dead spots are. So I had like a whole map of where I've got like That's nice throughout the whole route. But this is when I was trying to get um um, cloud gaming working on my phone, so I could play, playing the train ride, and it just wouldn't work. It'd work in for like two minutes from bank sound to like the camber, and then it just cut out. I'm like, it, like it pissed me off so much. I'm like, why does it cut out so much? So I tested it, and there's so many dead spots. Like you, you'd be so surprised in areas that you don't think is a dead spot. Mm. There is.
2: That'd be the worst, like, yeah. just moving into a new house and you realize you live in a dead spot. Yeah. You're like, you just got to switch everything.
1: Like, all of Hur- Hurston Park is just a massive Vodafone like, black hole. Nothing. Zero.
2: I could not. Yeah, I feel like if you live near Marrickville Station and you're on Vodafone, no chance. Yeah. yeah. That's like gold, cold turkey on technology if you're doing that.
0: Yes. Yeah, so uh, De La Val. <laughs> what
1: the hell was that?
0: Co. Vodafone. <laughs> hey, um, get get your, your other heads off. Nick Reed, Gene Van Box something, Michael De- Why are you guys all French? Claro first. David, all of you guys, get into a boardroom today. Oh, it's 9pm, but fuck it. Um, get into a boardroom tomorrow morning and sort your shit out because uh, I've been with Vodafone all my life and I like you guys because you're cheap. But just because you're cheap, it doesn't mean you need to have like a cheap service. So get your shit together. Also, why are these guys all white? Get some diversity, man. Your contact center's in India. Get some more brown people in there. Shit, look. Why is... who the fuck is this, Clara First? She should not be a group (laughs) executive, mate. You should be retired. (laughs) Fuck me. How good Superloop, though? Hey. Put a smile on my face. Yeah. I love it. Hey, who's the CEO of Superloop? Let me give him. Let me give him a shout out. Oh, yeah. Poor Tyler, look at that. He's got a great hairline. He's got a great <laughs> smile. <laughs> Fuck me, poor Tyler. Hey, mate, good job, poor Tyler. Uh, real talk though, Superloop has changed my life. I had one disconnect, but I think it was like a wider network issue. Mm. Um, It happened at one o'clock in the morning. um, So it wasn't that big of a deal, but it's been solid, man. Like I get a, I get a signal here. Mm. I've only got this dedicated network because this computer, unfortunately does not have um, a Wi-Fi adapter. Um, But otherwise I get a network in here. It's strong. It's, it's reliable and it's
2: fast. Yeah. It's like going back to, I mean, yeah, like, you know, great company, great product, but also if you what a that's,
0: what a lineup.
2: That's the all stars right what there. A
0: lineup. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I've got a uh, I've got a little look at this lineup, guys. What a handsome crew. <laughs> My God, look at the Superloop management team. Paul Tyler, fucking the the handsome silver devil. Uh, Tina. I'm sorry for butchering your surname. Uy. Um, you look good. Um. Dude, all these guys look like they know what they're doing. Yeah.
2: And shout out to the to the support guys that aren't there as well because they've got great support.
0: Mate, I, I don't know if it's because they're not huge at the moment, but every time I had called Superloop, within 10 seconds mm. I'd get someone on the phone. And it's always some guy who sounds like he's 40 years old mm. but he's happy to have a chat with me. Yeah, It's probably the same guy <laughs> that I've been talking to this whole time. But like what I don't like about... Like massive telcos like Vodafone is, and this is the problem with massive companies to begin with. They start they start having micro departments for every little thing, mm. and there's no synergy between these departments. I feel that within my own company that I work with, there are too many chiefs, too many departments. So when I call them, and like oh sorry you got the wrong fucking guy, and then they've got to transfer me, I've got to wait another fifteen minutes yeah. in order to get to someone who can help me. And if that person transfers me to the wrong team. I'm fucked. Um, what I love about Superlib is like the, the 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 reps know end-to-end how to help you. They're great subject matter experts and that's powerful. It's yeah. powerful.
2: And people that also just genuinely want to help you as well. Like there's a difference between you calling someone and them being like, I want to get rid of this call versus, yeah, like, hey, you've got a problem. Let me help you out. Yeah. Um, same as Aussie Broadband. They're the same. Who do you, who do you use for internet? They're so good. Yeah, amazing. So, so Superloop a
0: subsidiary of Aussie Broadband, or did I, did I read that wrong? I don't think
2: They're so. They're like a standalone company. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't think so. I originally was on Aussie Broadband, and I didn't want to leave, but Superloop were basically just offering the same thing for like twenty five bucks cheaper, and I was like, hey, that's oh, really? yeah, like I'm I'm gonna jump on that. And basically, at least my experience so far, it's been the exact same thing minus the app that Aussie broadband has, because that's a great app. Um, But in terms of like connection, in terms of calling them up for support. They're just reliable. Like there's so many
0: times that I've been with Vodafone that I'd be, most meetings I don't really give a shit about at work. Like most meetings I'm in the background. I'm probably, you know, someone will have like some subject matter expert question. They need my input on. They'll ask me. Um, where it stresses me out is where I'm either presenting something or I'm mm. in a meeting with big dogs and my internet is trash. Mm. It's like slow, it disconnects me and I, can't, and I can't rely on my mobile, like I can't hotspot either because yeah. I'm with Vodafone and there's no fucking signal here. <laughs> um, which is weird because it's a high-density area and yeah. uh, unless you know, you're being racist, fucking a whole panel of just white old people, unless you're being racist and you don't give a shit about the West, I don't see a reason why you can't have a good mobile like data range around this area it's insane
2: yeah, especially in this day and age i mean i guess australia isn't the best when it comes to like internet and everything but there are a lot of good companies out there yeah it's just a matter of finding like sometimes you've just got to branch out and move away from those bigger companies um like even if it's just like stuff like your electricity or whatever it is but yeah I don't know, like, I think Vodafone for me and my phone is great because I don't have a lot of issues unless I go through Merrickville, which I do <laughs> twice a week.
0: I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised you're only on the other side of the pond, literally. Yeah. And um, you've got a, a great Vodafone connection because... Uh, so I, I, I didn't use it, didn't it for watch. internet
2: though. True, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah I would, yeah, I, I personally, I would not use, like, I, I was with Optus and firstly, the idea of being on a contract sucks. Um, but also, I just I wouldn't want to sign up for, you know, internet with like a big telco company. Yeah, yeah, true. I'm I'm thinking
0: of going Telstra just for, um, for for being able to watch Netflix on the train. Or
1: <laughs> well, on your phone. You mean.
0: There's uh there's like there's like uh sim only plans that they have. Yeah. And they're so cheap. They're Telstra. so cheap.
1: Telstra. No, the Telstra's expensive.
0: Nah. Well, compared to um, well, comparatively, I'm paying. Pretty much the same amount on a comparative plan with Vodafone, but um, just the the the, the ability to know that I will have a signal everywhere. Like there's a, this is not an ad for Telstra, by the way. But <laughs> um, I was on Hamilton Island a number of years ago, and uh, and Pabs always says just whatever whatever step in every step that I take, there's always a fucking weird story. Like this 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 shit would only happen to me. And I reflect on that and I think it's true because uh, I went to a conference on Hamilton Island and a hurricane hit, Hurricane Katrina. Fucked over Hamilton Island. It was a scary time. And I remember being on the phone with my wife um, and I was more just keeping in contact with her because she was about eight months. Oh, I think she was close to popping. I think she was nine months pregnant. She was close to popping. It was her first child. Um, and I was just trying to, you know, let her know that, yeah, I'm, the whole building is fucking shaking. Um, like, I got seasickness being in a building because it was shaking that much. Um, uh, but I'm fine. And then, literally, I hear this huge bang. And on the phone, I'm like, oh shit, what was that? And the line cuts out. Oh. All, all telephone companies, There's service to that area because of some satellite dish or whatever, some antenna got wrecked. Every telephone company, their service was not available for a number of days except for Telstra.
1: Wild. Well,
0: except for Telstra. I don't know what they're doing to they have signal out there when there's no fucking antenna. But um, there was <laughs> one guy, one guy on the whole island on the who was on wow. Telstra. Everyone's and he was kind – and in, his name's Mickey. He was actually my mate. He was a colleague of mine. Oh. Um, and he was kind enough to be like, hey, guys, um, he, mind you – he didn't have signal when he was in the hotel. He had to climb up a little mountain mm-hmm. in order to have signal. But he was so kind. He went to everyone and went, hey, I'm going to make a phone call to my wife. If anyone needs to contact, you know, whoever, just let me know. Come with me I'll go. I'll go wow. up and you know, I'll come with you. Yeah. So there was like, oh, I wouldn't say hundreds, but there was a lot of people that would go up with him onto this mountain and make a phone call. Um, and, and he was kind enough to, whenever he was up there, to – to message my wife and say, hey, he's, he's, he's all good, he's fine. Mm. Um, man, I'll never forget it because it was literally like we were in a post-apocalyptic world after the hurricane hit. It was, I don't think buildings were trash, but there was just debris everywhere, everywhere. And um, we spent a day um, and it started off with myself, Mickey, and like my old boss clearing the road that goes to the airport because I needed to go home. And um, yeah, I spent the day clearing, clearing the road and a lot of people joined us. It was an experience, man. Insane. Uh, but anyway, shout I out to Telstra um, for allowing me to keep tabs on my wife or allowing her to keep tabs on me. Yeah, My parents thought I died. <laughs> <laughs> Papa thought I died. Cause yeah, he, I, can't, I, can't, I feel cause bad for laughing, buddy. <laughs> 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 I thought
1: you were chilling the whole time. Hey. I thought you were fine the whole time. Yeah, oh, good, good. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for worrying
0: about me. Um, <laughs> look, man, like it's been an interesting conversation. Uh, yeah. We kind of jumped around a lot. It's probably my fault, my ADHD, but I, I, th- I think it's a conversation with substance. There's a lot of times we talk trash, but I'd say not 80% of the time we talk. You know, there's a
2: good god nugget here and there that people can listen to. I think we've left enough, uh, enough excitement for a part two.
0: Part two for sure. Um, hey, would you love to be a series tech regular?
2: oh yes
0: yeah yes um my, my plan is to eventually have um headsets that we can kind of watch videos on like key sound because right now i don't have that capability um but I'd, I'd love to have you on as a as a serious regular token technology of that oh well, awesome awesome all right well that's it for this episode thanks so much for tuning in um this is really just my first take on, on doing a, uh, a a podcast as, as best i can so i hope you enjoyed listening to, to listening to us and if you don't listen that's okay I had fun no no <laughs> l- listen, listen to a bar you know just just make me feel good um <laughs> uh, but thanks for tuning in um like subscribe all that mishmash whatever and uh have a lovely day ciao